Motherfuckers, welcome back to the Square Syndrome TV podcast. It's not an April Fool's this one. Well, it might as well be because everything has gone all squiff. I have got COVID. I am Ben Gilman. I am your host as always. Welcome back to the best TV podcast in the land. Says I. There is no Helen Carnes. There is no birthday girl Tara Clary that you might pop in later. We don't know. I'm left with Troy Seven. This is not an April Fool's. I repeat, not an April Fool's joke. It's all gone to tits this week. <laughs> Oh, no one's here. Oh man, just came back and look what happens, man. See, this is what happens when I go when I go away. Things just fall apart, you know. Because I'm I'm the guy. I'm the I'm the headliner. This is what this is why I'm here. I'm the energy. I'm the vibe. That's why I'm here for you know. You all clean shaven more than the um, penis. Um, that you know you look a bit like shiny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have to, I have to get a shave, you know, real quick, you know, go to a local barber, you know. So you know how it goes. You can know good. You can good. Welcome back. Yeah. So this week is like we're down to two because we don't know where the birthday girl's gone. Maybe she's <laughs> had too much birthday cake and has gone into a sugar relapse coma. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I've had COVID this week, finally. Um, oh, how are you? How are you? You feeling good? Yeah, I'm okay. Good, man. I'm yeah. a bit overrated, really. Um, I have to be honest with you. I'm glad I took the vaccine. Really, been absolutely bonkers. Um, I've taken a lot of stuff. It feels mm. like a cold. Don't see why I'm watching <laughs> about it. Really. Anyway, I don't. I don't. I don't two years. Two years. I mean, I was doing it after everything was. Everyone did it out. So I'm like, I'm coming in like a hipster. I'm coming in after it's cool to go. Hipster, this guy's the only one on the podcast. I don't think that's had it now. No, I've, I've had it. So you're going to catch me with that. That's for sure. I'm You've had it. Yeah, I've never had it. Never, never. I think Helen's had it. I think Tara's definitely had it. And now I'm the one that's had it. So you're the last one standing. Mm. I've got a strong immune system, so I'm glad. I'm glad for that. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't. I know the missus has got it as well. So, you know, happy times in this house. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know if we need to talk more now to cover the whole week, to cover the whole hour. I don't know. What <laughs> Last time we hey, were... we, hey, we're just going to go off the, off the dome. This is what we do here, guys. You know what I'm saying? We've got stuff already. We had stuff. But at the same time, we're going to save the fire for when everyone's here. But we're going to do a discussion about just some stuff, guys. Yeah, because last time we spoke for nearly two hours about stardom, which we're not going to do this time. <laughs> can if you want now. But I've got a bunch of shows to talk about. Well, first of all, the rumour is is one of the Doctor Who, someone from, has been shown shooting Big Finish Productions um, studio. It's one of the guys from Class. Mm, okay. It's the a Asian guy. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, okay. So, Tim, I can't think of his name. He's the Egyptian English born actor. I think you know who I'm talking about from class. Yeah, I love that, that spin off that I watched one episode, see Peter Capaldi go, end the doctor, and then he ran off. <laughs> you can't I'm going to be honest with you. No. 
the actor seems pretty cool, but I, I have to admit, I, I was never going to watch that show. No. no. Unappealing skin kids. <laughs> skin boys, man. Oh my god, skins, man. Jeez. Never got to that show, skins, man. I love that show, skins, bro. Think about how the first season's done. They've done quite well, haven't they? Yeah. Well, done well with that. I was, I was surprised. I was, I was, I just took off. Hollywood Illuminati now. Hollywood <laughs> Illuminati. That's what happens, mate. Hollywood boy. Illuminati out here, y'all. Illuminati. about the system now. You're like, you can't leave. It's your secret. That kind of thing, you know? <laughs> so. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk about some random shows. Um because this is what we're here for. I mean we can go back and forth if you want. I'm gonna laugh at Japanese children this week because there's quite a few shows about Japanese children I'm gonna laugh at. Ben, Ben, wait, before I say anything, can you check the majors? Oh you're funny. So I'm gonna <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I'm gonna watch <laughs> Oh, great. He's throwing me off in the first five seconds. I'm throwing him off already, guys. I'm throwing him off you got to tell Ben that sometimes. Don't just deal with children, but you got to tell him that, man. you got to be careful, bro. No? No, right. <laughs> Tara's going to join us out of nowhere. Oh, is she here? Yeah. Might as well, man. Let's bring her in. I might as well save it. I'm just going to keep talking crap. Yeah, just keep going, there. man. Just keep going, bro. Let's bring her in. I'm going to talk. Hold on. She might pop in the room in a minute. Yeah, she's going to do it. She's going to be like the Wicked Witch of the West in a second. Like, yeah. Yes. We're going to have a special She's going to be 500. She's going to be really fat because she's had all the birthday cake. <laughs> Just walking. The, the Muffin Man. The Muffin, the muffin Man. man. Oh, the Muffin Man. It's a cat family. The Muffin Man. Do you know what? The Muffin Man. <laughs> we're here all night doing Muffin Man impressions. Please don't try because we'll be here all night. By the way, <laughs> match, match of the day and yeah. the football program. Alan Shearer, go and have sex with your wife or something. Stop <gasps> being on every football program. I'm sick of your face. Damn. You're like a penis. Go and stick it in your wife. Or whatever you do on your Saturday night. Seriously. Even Ian Wright knows to take a day off. Like, come on. By the way, can we agree that Marsh from Richards? He's not a good football player. Why is he always on the panel stuff, man? He acts like he's a big shot. I never knew who he was a football player. He's acting like he's one shit. It's like you're a pundit, bro. When did you play football? Anyway, he's got you a lot. You think he's like too high? It's like, what are you doing? Sit down, bro. Hold a minute. What are you talking? Yeah, you know what I mean? What are them? Jeez. Someone... Tara forgot that the clock changed last week. We shouldn't laugh. We won't. Okay, okay. So I'm just going to get into it and she joins us as we go. Fine. Hey, I... she joins us. She joins us. What's that, bro? All right. So, Kataro. Wow, Hitori, oh, bloody bollocks. Um, Kotaru wa Hitori Gurashi, or Kotaro Lives Alone, is a comedy on Netflix about the um, little boy Kotaro 
and this is one thing Amy always loves to do. It does love kids living on their own with no parents. It's always the thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Something that makes me laugh. Um, so basically, the kid is four years old. Mm. There's no parents anywhere. Lives on his own. Moves next door to a manga artist called Shin, or as we call him, Kalino, uh, Kalino, because he's a, uh, this is Japan, yeah. names. Uh, he's an unsuccessful manga artist. Um, he has no parents and lives alone. We do get some flashbacks to the fact that his parents appear to be not nice people, especially the father seems a bit scary. Mm. Um, he does not earn a living. He has more money. He just has an allowance. We don't know where the money's coming from at the moment. Okay, a random allowance. Okay, check. <laughs> but you've got all these... Um, oh, God. He has got a mature look on outlook, but the attitude of a four-year-old. So in many ways, he's very polite for a four-year-old, very way in advance. He's got money. He tries to treat his neighbours... He's got a very he's got a child's way of looking at being an adult, which is quite funny. Um, <laughs> and it says child abuse. I don't know what the abuse is. He's a neglected child. He lives on his own. Um, he talks like a samurai. He loves this anime called Yusimon. Okay. He, he, he acts like he's got a katana. He acts like a samurai. There's some great bits where he doesn't know how to smile. He will go, he will go and buy tissues for all his client, for all his neighbours. Um, he will use all the cutlery in his house to have his nice food. But when his <laughs> guests come over, he will use one plate. Oh my god! Okay, it's just weird behaviour. But it's a kid, so you can't put the logic in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Child, yeah, history, child mentality, and all that. There's a great bit where he's getting. It's also quite sad as well because he feels, says he feels quite lonely. So he's got this little balance of um, kids, mm. like a, like a drama bit to it as well. So like the neighbors become his parents and kind of take him to school and stuff. And ah, uh, okay, so the neighbors kind of grow him up a little bit. Like there's a great scene where he befriends a balloon man. And just keeps putting disguises on so he can get one for every member of his family, quote unquote. And then there's a bit where you just see him putting balloons on things, faces on the balloons, and pretending that it's his family. And he's going to the playground and going on the swings. And it's quite sad. It's heartbreaking. Yes. But, um, it's really good. I mean, I'm not going to spoil many of the jokes because otherwise there's no point in watching it. But Go watch that because I've got five of these boys to try through. So I'm just I'm going like Linford. Yeah, go on, do it. <laughs> Who's in bolt with a bad bowel movement? He needs to find the toilet, but that's what I'm going for. <laughs> and there's old enough, which is hold on, I need to get this one right because I'm going to screw this up. Um, oh god, I don't know the Asian name of this. This is going to be good, isn't it? Um. It's called Old Enough, and I don't know the Japanese name on it. Uh, hold on. Let me just... Uh, Japanese name. I don't know the Japanese name. So basically, it's a show. There's episodes from... 
how do I say this? This is the weirdest thing. So this show is about, it's from 2008, 2019, 2018. Various episodes are from all over the place, from different years. I don't know how Netflix has done this. Check with my wife. It's a very famous show in Japan where it follows kids going on their first errands for their parents in Japan. It's like 20 minutes, 10 minutes, five minute episodes, 20 minute episodes. And there's a bunch of camera people running around. They can't help them. Yeah. Okay. So these kids are like two, three years old and they're walking off down the street to go shopping or to go. <laughs> and they don't help them out. And the kids are, and the parents are like, they just kick them in the ass and go, no, you're going out. It's like, yo, kids in this country, right? They can't even tie their shoelaces up free. Like these kids are going shopping to supermarkets. <laughs> getting curry sauce, right? Getting curry sauce, getting toilet roll. And baby food for their one-year-old, like their one-month-year-old sister, and bringing it home. Yeah, that's how it be sometimes in those countries, bro. <laughs> that's how it be. That is, it makes me ashamed of what I achieved when I was like four. I'm most probably still shit in my pants. Anyway, so. <laughs> you see some people at a certain age, you're like, oh my days, I didn't accomplish anything in my life, bro. What the best of some people? Like, what the heck? Oh man, it's so bad. Mm. Like, what did you do when you were younger? Like, well, that's bad. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, it is by Emily. And um, so basically, for example, there's a kid who had to go take some fish. Uh, his dad's a fisherman. And this is like 20 minutes. This is like one of the longest episodes. So let me just, they get sidetracked. So there's one kid who who was in a, in a field with his... They always do it in real areas as well, because you're not going to film this in Japan, in Tokyo with thousands of millions of people around. So, you know what I mean? So, like... Yeah. Hold on. Tara Chloe, come on down! Now! Yes. Happy birthday to you! I didn't prepare the cake yet. Oh, other oh. We thought you passed out from birthday cake, and we started without you. How are you? Uh, uh, I think the, okay. When did the daylight savings change? Last week. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I thought that you know it's five a.m. on my time. Apparently now it's four a.m. Well, happy birthday, Tara Chloe is still twenty-one. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah. So. I'm going to get into my pick. Sorry. I was talking about a show, and then we're going to talk to you. I'm just going to finish my pick, because you come in the middle of it. So I'll be two seconds. Titty Man, happy birthday. I'm sure he's giving you a good birthday. So I was talking about a show called Old Enough, which is a Japanese Netflix show, uh-huh. where kids get kicked out of the house and go on errands down the street. I can't find a Japanese name for it. Um, right. Is it Kakeguri, or...? I think so. My wife says... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do two episodes a year. Um, So basically, there's one where like a kid's in an orchard doing oranges and his mum goes, right, go back to the house and go make some oranges. It's the first time these kids are doing like errands. He goes off and runs after the dog, eats some food, scratches his ass, basically, goes out and plays with a water gun. His mum's just waiting in in the field, like wondering where's this juice and stuff and sometimes they get sidetracked there's one where a kid goes on an epic journey to give fish now I think mm-hmm. these people set them up on purpose 
because he has a little carry case. The fish explodes. The kid doesn't think to pick the fish up. He goes and gets a shovel, tries to pick up, shovel the fish back into the box, cries. <laughs> it's really cute in some places. Um, then thinks to go. It's interesting to see how a two-year-old thinks because these two-year-old kid, Japanese kids, right? They get sent on errands like this, I think. Yeah. Where their parents, because it's Japan, it's not England. They're safe to walk down the street and come back home. So the kid will go and ask a stranger, "Hey, can you help me get this back in the my, my like? I need to get the string attached to the box." Yeah. Let me go back, and then sometimes they will go grab stuff from the shop extra put it in the bag that they're not meant to or they forget. And then you see the kids go, ah, oh. see, watching a two-year-old in episode one go, I forgot the curry. T- turn around and walk back in to the shop. <laughs> go and get that stuff. It's kind of amazing. Oh, that's crazy. Crazy. That's <laughs> God, that sounds mad. But like, it's, it's just got this thing of the parents are trying to encourage their kids to be kind of independent and everything. And yeah. it's just kind of like amazing. You should go watch this show because I got addicted to it. My wife doesn't think it's that great, but like I think it's, I'm surprised at how addicted I've got to it. It's like 10 to 20 minute episodes. Um, different things keep happening. And the, 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 the it's just funny because the kids sometimes just get distracted and just, like, they walk for miles. It's ridiculous. They legitly decide, oh, we're going to give these kids free roam. Sometimes you see all the, the uh, people with the cameras running behind them, like, oh, shit, we better run after this kid because this kid's sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't help the kids. They just let them get on with it. So if the kid takes 5, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, to make a mistake, they just leave the kid to make the mistake. Damn, so it's like it's completely no reins. Like, do what they want. Yeah, go watch that. So that's now a kid living wow. on his own and Kotaro lives alone. Ty, have you seen an anime called Kotaro Lives Alone? I've heard of it. Have you seen it? Not yet, but I've heard of it. Go watch it. It's an old man in a young man's body. That kid is a funny. Okay. He's got that he's got the attitude of an adult but the temperament of a child. Okay. It's amazing. Okay, go watch that. Also, I've been watching Trivia Quest or playing Trivia Quest. It's a new thing on Netflix this week. Okay. You see okay. This thing on, it's like every day there's a bunch of quizzes. Mm, trivia Quest. Okay. Trivia Quest. Yeah, I'm on Netflix, right up of Netflix this week. So I've had COVID. I've not had much stuff to do. So, um, Every day there's a bunch of 17 questions, mm-hmm. 20 questions to just answer. There's like a little storyline behind it. You get keys to unlock more trivia questions and whatever. It's it's nuts. So that like, is 20 questions every day. I don't know how many, how long it's going to go on for, but some <laughs> of the questions are quite difficult. Multiple choice, and it's free. It's it's it's, it's kind of fun. It will take 10 minutes to do, and you can replay until you get all the questions right. I think. Uh, okay. So is that is that interactive? Like you actually play playing the game? And yeah, I think once it's all done, it's going to be the same questions locked down, and then that's it. But it, it's something different. Give up to Netflix. It's daily. It's not like a week between episodes. It's like a proper. 
you can replay it again and again and again. It remembers what you got correct, so you just remember the answer and get it right the next time. And um, it's fun. I did really well the first time, first round. How much? What did you get for the first round? What did you get? Nine out of ten. Then hard mode happened. Four out of ten. It's got bumps. <laughs> it's got easy questions and really hard questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I pulled an avatar question out my bottom, and I don't even know what avatar is. Was on avatar. I don't know. I just picked the one that is really ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds interesting. I have to do that. I love those kind of things. Man. It's really that. good. It's not bad. It's 20 questions. I thought there'd be more, but obviously it comes out every day. There'll be more stuff. Yeah. Also, oh, updates every day, like the jokes and that. And, uh... Yeah, and you can replay it until you get them all and unlock all the characters. And I don't know how long it's going to go on for. Okay, interesting. So now I've laughed at Japanese children a lot this week. I've done trivia quest. There's a um, Ferme Rome Nove. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I've been watching some of this with my wife. I've not been watching it properly. I've watched a little bit of it. My wife's really into it. I'm not so much. I'm into it. So it's about a Japanese, it's about a Roman guy. This is the weird bit about it though. Italians, you know. They speak the Japanese. It's a bit weird. Because um, the guy, this guy is like an architect, builds Rome's steam baths, you know, like the Japanese do. Um, and right, right, he always seems to go under the water. Every episode in Rome goes under the water, ends up in a different period of Japan. Yeah. Different period of, could be modern day, could be old Japan. He learns a lesson about how Japanese do baths. And then he just goes back under, he's back in Rome. And he takes it across to Rome. So he's stolen TVs. TVs in the wall for, like, aquariums. The heck? He then put a proper aquarium in the Roman Emperor's bathroom. Uh, they've done the electric toilet. Somehow in Japan, like, when it comes out and squeezes, shoots, squirts up your bum. Done that. That is just basically really... The days. Come the days. Yeah, so he steals all Japan's ideas about bathing and takes it back to the Roman times and incorporates it into Roman thing, into Roman times. It's, it's I've seen what my my wife watches it more than I do, but I, what I've seen, it does look quite good. Actually. Okay. It's a bit weird. What makes me weird is they only speak Italian when they're in Roman. It's Roman. Roman in Japan. The, when they're obviously it's an anime, so like they're talking Japanese in it Rome. Mm. So when he's talking to Japanese people all of a sudden he switches it to Roman, it's just a bit Yeah but that's just me. It's just a bit yeah. all of a sudden but like you know, if you can look past that, you should because I like I said Katana lives alone. How many times have we seen a kid living on their own? In Japan, it doesn't happen. Yeah, true. <laughs> you, you've got to look the other way when it comes to anime. Everyone's going to talk Japanese all the time. Just, just go with it. Just fly with it. Yeah, when you watch a Japanese show, you've got, just got to go with it, man. Just take your preconceived notions out of the way. Just scare rid of it. Just, just watch. Just watch and go. You know what I'm saying? Just go. Watch and go. So, and then there's also this um, Channel 4 comedy called This Way Up. 
Um, do you know the actress? Hold on, let me find out who this was. Yeah, let me find out. Let's read it up. Because she's appeared in quite a few things. She was in the Doctor Who New Year special. Uh, Alicia B. Oh, okay. Heisling B. Okay. Heisling B. Ah. Irish comedian. She's the Jameson girl. If you've been watching YouTube, she's about she's trying to get people to drink Irish whiskey. <laughs> so, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, that's what I remember from the fall. That's it. I remember from the fall. That's what I remember from. I literally saw it. I was like, wait, I'm not that face. Oh, she's just a bit younger than me. No, I recognise her face. Wow, she's she's only a little bit younger than me by like a couple of months. Lucky girl. Um, so <laughs> it's set in London. It's written and stars Alicia Beer, who is I don't even know if I'm saying that right. I just want to say sorry. She plays Anya. Um, we're coming from a nervous breakdown now see this is the thing about this show it does teach about mental health but doesn't rely on it she's not mental she's got confidence as you see this is the thing that I've seen a lot when people have a nervous breakdown in TV it's very obvious they do drugs as this alcohol like they, they don't do this she's just a bit reckless but she's very funny about it very childish so this is the right amount of how you deal with someone like this. Like me, for example. I'm crazy, but like this is how I tend to react to things. Um, she teaches English as a second language and is, um, to a French kid and to loads of foreigners in a school. Teaches them quite a lot of bad stuff as well. She annoys her sister, Sonia. Um, also, she's married to... She's going to get married to her boyfriend, Vish who's from, I think he's from Coronation Street. Not too sure on that. I'm very, I think I've seen his face before. I'm not going to click it because I will be here all day. <laughs> um, and she just, she does do the obvious sleeping around with men thing a little bit, but it's not her yeah. main character trope. Yeah. That's what you've show evil. That's what it's from. There you go. Evil. She's really good. She's re- she's written it as well. So it's kind of got the flea bag thing of Zoe Weller Bridge. How she speaks, very much oh, okay. like that. So, you know, if you saw in the Doctor Who Christmas, the New Year special, she was the best thing about that episode. She was just very funny. Right? Yeah, she was. She was, she was a funny, funny part of the episode. And so she's, she might sleep with her student's father. She might sleep with her ex-boyfriend. She might sleep with one of her best friends from a mental health breakdown. Um, She's a little bit... First episode, I thought that they were going to go really heavily on the fact that she's a total breakdown. But she has one breakdown episode one, and it's not even like a major breakdown. She's quite a strong character. She does most of it herself. She's very childish and clings to her sister like a security blanket. And her sister ends up in a very interesting place for season two. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. It's good comedy. It's not too vulgar. It's very clever. It's got a second season of all four. I watched this on Netflix. 
Netflix is notoriously slow at uploading all the seasons of a Channel 4 show. So I'm going to go with Derry Girls that I, was, I talked about two weeks ago. I'm going to go and um, watch them at all four because that's where they all are. Go watch it. Okay. It's, I'm adding the fact that the sister's bisexual all of a sudden. Interesting. It's never stated she's bisexual. Well, stuff she does, but it's never stated. Interesting. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's that, that low key, basically. Yeah, but it's a pretty good show. And I think you should go watch it. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's a bit of a weird selection this week. A quiz show, three anime, or two anime, Japanese kids, and an Irish woman having a breakdown. It's a good mix. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I've taken up the first half an hour. Go on, then. You on, then. Go on, Ben. No, I'm done. I'm all done. Done? Okay. So let's see where should I begin. <laughs> Alright, so wait, I should I should put this one first or finish with the second? Alright. So I'm gonna go for brand new choice. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go up to date for now. I was gonna go I usually go a little ways back, but I'm gonna go up to date today. So, Peacemaker! <laughs> the is the man. Peacemaker man, Peacemaker is tight. I've got to admit, Peacemaker is lit. So good. I'm surprised how good John Cena is, man. Like, like, he works well in the James Gunn universe. I'll say he's that he's lying on a bold eel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like a perfect guy for James Gunn. And what it is. He's living just like dry humor, but somehow it works. I don't know what it is. John Cena found his niche. He's found it. He's found his niche now with James, someone like James Gunn. He's 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 the uh, uh, Johnny Depp to the Tim Burton of James Gunn. That's what, that's what John Cena is right now. James Gunn. He can't see. He's done really well for men that can't see. He has bad eyesight. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, but the P-Fake was was, was a hit for me. Um, Yeah, man. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Well, you, Ben, did you see it? Did you see Peacemaker? Um, No, but I've heard it. I've seen the opening. It looks ridiculous. (laughs) It's so, so stupid. I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, what is this about? I just want Roman Reigns to come out and go, oh, and just spear him. <laughs> Aquaman is Roman Reigns. What the hell? Oh, there's this Roman Reigns at the end, like, the actual, like, oh, man, funny thing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Because John Cena, throughout the whole show, he's literally just taking the mick out of the whole entire Justice League. Just making up lies upon them, like making up lies about flipping Green Arrow, making up lies about Batman. It's like, what they you lying about? Cody should totally appear and be like, yo, you say what? Just have like a <laughs> game. Just have wrestlers, like, just do it like they do in Glow. Have yeah. wrestling guys. Start rumors backstage in that. Black Adam turns up, yo, WrestleMania for WrestleMania, the third WrestleMania in a row. Rock bottom. Oh my God. So yeah, but there's a few moves in there. It doesn't go too crazy with the rest of the moves, but the humor in there is amazing. Me, me and the five are about it. So I, was, I was cracking up, man. I was cracking up so hard. Like, James got hits. When he hits humor, it hits for me. It's flipping hits, bro. This one piece is funny as freak. Oh, my goodness. But uh, I didn't think it was going to be that funny. I was like, damn. This is actually funny. This is a real good comic. But, um, 
and the helmet that he wears, so there's that ridiculous it's helmet. It's like a toilet. That flipping toilet, because the toilet bowl is head. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to say I need to take a shit on your face. <laughs> Randy Orton will do that. He likes taking his shit on things. Oh, no. That'll be, be Randy Orton's finishing move next time he faces John Cena to take a shit on his face. HBO, bro. HBO. HBO is killing it, bro. HBO is killing it. It's also a peacemaker, man. It's so flipping good, bro. The, the amount of war, the amount of violence, the amount of, like, oh, my gosh. r rated stuff in that show is like the perfect mix of flipping craziness and chaos. I love it. So yeah, man. This wasn't even this wasn't even a pick. Ben brought it up. I'm just talking about. It. I'm just talking about it at this point. Because I always want to say peacemaker is incredible. That's what I'm gonna say on that one. Peacemaker. Um, but yeah, that helmet, the stuff that it does, that scathes. It can literally blow stuff up. It can levitate. It can do all these things. It can X-ray vision. We've got different helmets for different jobs and that because his dad. <laughs> his dad is flipping the alloy man, the flipping one from Terminator 2. That's his dad. He's, he's playing on a racist in this in this ring called um, the White Dragon. Uh, <laughs> the White Dragon. The wow. White Dragon. It's got a flipping racist group. Like then it's like a whole clan. Literally the clan is literally his um his people who work for him, his servants. It's crazy. It's great the way they do this show. I've had a lot of power. His dad got powers. He's outside saying John Cena's a disgrace. He's a mess. Like he's a he's a menace. He's like he's a he's a he's a weakling. He's a softy. Because people are like people. <laughs> oh my god, this show is too good. I don't want to go too far. This show is incredible. But without seeing Peacemaker, go check it out, yo. Peacemaker is incredible. HBO, Matt, check it out, yo. Peacemaker is lit. So he's gone for the win. On that season, wait for that season two right now. Wait for it, feeling for that season two right now. Want it? Season oh, two, season two, because uh, the alien threat stuff storyline is so good right now. They call them the butterflies. It's a butterfly, they call the butterfly project because the people with powers, because alien invasion, they, they get taken over. Um, it's, it's crazy, it's crazy, but um, yeah, and that is my first pick, so yeah, just take what you, what you will go check out Peacemaker, do it, do it now, blameben.com. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? What are you talking about? But, uh, but yeah, please make it. So, I'm going to go with my first pick. I'm going to go with my first pick. So, first pick is going to be Moon Knight. First episode, Moon Knight. Oh, I knew this was coming. It was so, would you like to explain what Moon Knight is to the people that oh. don't read comic books because they're okay. blips? <laughs> okay, so. This is just first episode, this just drops. So, uh, Marvel Project, you know, Disney Plus, you know, check it out. Um, and it literally just dropped for the Moon Knight. This first episode, I was like, what is this show gonna be about? Because people have been telling me, people whispering in my ear, they're saying, Oh, you like Legion, right? I'm like, yeah, it's I like the guy Legion. from X-Men. It's a it's <laughs> X-Men, it's bad, crazy Batman. Yeah, it's like he's like a sleeping schizophrenic Batman, that's basically what he is. Um, but um, yeah, this guy, man, he's a, a character film, I'm going to say for the Marvel mythos. He's the Batman, basically, what people call him the Batman of, of Marvel. He's got the cape, he's got the cowl, he's got all that kind of thing going on right now. But um, I'm going to say right now, I'm just going to start you off. It's, it's a guy, it's Oscar Isaac. He produced the show as well. He's starring in the show. He is Moon Knight. 
and he is this gift shop worker who works in the, in the museum. And obviously, the guy is down on his luck. He wants to, to do more. He's talking to these kids who come to this museum. He wants to be a tour guide. He wants to move up in the, you know what I'm saying, in the hierarchy. But people won't let him because he, he can't focus. He comes in late. He's always tired, you know, because of this blackouts that he keeps getting. And this guy, every time he wakes up, and I'm like, this is this is this is an interesting show because I, I watch stuff like Legion. Anyone seen the um, show Legion? Incredible. So similar similar vein, this kind of show. Stuff is just happening. You don't know if it's real or not, but it's happening. So wakes up. You know those um strappings that you see in those mental mental homes, the mental yeah. He's literally strapped to his bed, like literally every day. He's got a strapping on his leg so he doesn't walk go walk about. He wakes up and then he has like this blue seal on the door to like make sure that he hasn't gone, gone anywhere. So he goes, he peels off every day, throws it in his bin and you see a massive amount of blue tape everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. He wakes up, he's got a fish that has apparently one fin. So it's like a, it's like a Nemo fish. Find a Nemo fish, he's got one fin. Wakes up and then goes to his job. Apparently he's got a date that he didn't know about because his other personality that he, apparently he's got has been doing stuff while he's been asleep. And he doesn't know what's happening. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, this uh the woman walks up to the to the desk and goes, Yeah, we're gonna have this date tonight. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, yeah, the date, yeah, 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 yeah. So go for woman from this woman from top top boy, she's she starts it, she's she's um got a date and she works there. And um he's like, Okay, yeah, but and then apparently they're gonna go to a steakhouse. Um, because apparently he's his boss said, Wait, how can you go to a steakhouse if you're vegan? So he's like, apparently he's going, he's doing all this stuff. It's like the mask. It's literally the mask. He's like, his other personality is literally just like doing stuff, but he doesn't remember what the heck's going on until like <laughs> something's happening to him. Um, and then literally, you see Ethan Hunt coming to the story at some point. Ethan, uh, Ethan, Ethan Hunt, Ethan Hawk. He comes to the story at this point. He comes in there, um, and he's plays this kind of. Egyptian um, servant, you know, this, of this deity called Amit. It's on this a female deity who weighs people's souls. So he's out here weighing people's souls. He's like, yes, come here, come here, give me your hands. She takes the hands, puts a stick in between the hand, rocks it about a bit. He's got a scale tattoo on his hand, and it moves around. If it goes red, you're dead. If it basically just stays put, then your then your soul is clear, that kind of thing. So it weighs your past, present, and future, that kind of thing. So that's the kind of thing that even even Hawk is trying to do, and he's apparently he's the basically antagonist of Oscar Isaac's character Stephen, and he has another personality. So this is where this is where it gets into it now, a little bit. I don't go too much, too far. Don't say too much. But he's got another personality called Mark. And Mark is this person who is doing all this stuff while he's asleep. And there's another being, a third being, who's literally telling Mark to take over Stephen. So Stephen's the gift shop worker who they call the idiot is in charge. They call him the idiot. That's what they call Stephen. We should do more. We call him the idiot is in charge. Now get rid of him. But has he taken over his body? Kick him out. So there's that kind of internal war going on. It's even amazing. 
He might as well like Venom in a way. Not like Venom, but done better. Because that like Venom, oh, trash. But anyways, but it's, it's how Venom should have been when they did this show. It's so good. Man's like literally face down the dirt, jaws broken, hanging off his face. Watch his jaw back in place, his bones back in place. It's, it's awesome, bro. It's awesome. They did this show is incredible. The way they did the blackouts as well. So say, for example, these guys with guns working for a Hawks character um, and literally trying to shoot you. And all of a sudden, his eyes just roll in the back of his head. Just a quick cut. Knocked out. Wakes up. Everyone's knocked out or dead. Something. <laughs> That's how you've been doing it. Doing this. It's insane. It's so good. And then the first episode is doesn't get boring or nothing. Doesn't get boring. Just keeps you on your toes throughout the whole episode. And someone just packed this one episode. And I was like, oh, God. Like, go on, Marvel. Go on, Disney Plus. Go on, hey. And there's no kind of tie-ins to anywhere else as well. There's no kind of tie-ins where you see all these Marvel Plus shows are tied to this. This person is tied to this. This, this story is tied to that. Nah. This is a self-contained story to Oscar Isaac's character, Moon Knight. This is, this is just tied to him. No one, no one else. Yeah, Liquid, no one else. Might obviously down the line and down the road, yeah. But so far, this is self-contained and I love it. So far. First episode, Moon Knight. Let's go. To the moon! To the moon! That's what I'm saying. So, this is it right now. You see a little glimpse of the Moon Knight character, what it's going to be with the cape and the cowl, and at the end, beating down this beating down this creature. You see his face goes to the end of the scene, cut. That's the end of the episode. And I was like, well, that was like, I had to get a I was like, well done. Well done, Marvel Disney Plus. Well flipping done. But yeah, that was my first pick um, so far. And uh, my second pick is going to be, I don't know if you've heard about this, Ben. I don't know if you've heard about this. Yeah. But it is. It's going to be out left field. It's going to be out left field, Ben. It's going to be out left field, Ben. It's going to be out left field. So, WWE Evil, yo. Say what? WWE Evil. Don't so basically, they've done a eight, was it eight episodes? Yeah, I think it's eight episode arc here where I'm, they take each character that's an evil villain. They talk about like, the characters and the real people who play the character in depth and uh, how they became uh, this villain. So basically, started out with Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, which was incredible. It was incredible. True. <laughs> It was incredible, it was incredible, bro. I was like, yo. I've got Hogan, somehow he's in the WWF being like, you know what I'm saying, all-American hero, you know. And like literally had how he turned to the Dawsonly NWO. I was like, oh my God. The whole turn of him talking about Bischoff, you see him in the background talking, flipping, oh, Vince Russo. Oh, bro. That stuff got boring really quickly, though. Yeah. <laughs> like the NWO, oh, here comes another WWF guy. Oh, he's joined the NWO. Great. <laughs> that was incredible. WWE was incredible. So, was the NWO is so shit. People You're talking about that was the peak of wrestling right there. That is it. The, the, w- w- oh, the, w- the NWO thing got really boring really quickly. Incredible, bro. Incredible. Like when that turned, everyone went crazy. They were like, who is this guy, bro? What's so common doing this? Turning on Randy Savage. What's going on here, homie? And apparently he didn't want to do it because Eric Bischoff literally had to tell this man, like literally behind the scenes, he goes, hey, I've got an idea. 
be a heel real quick. And Hogan didn't want to do it. He was like, nah, 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 nah. And then when he did it, it was the best thing he ever did, bro. See, if he hadn't done it, he would have retired quickly because his career would have been over and we could have had something fresh up top. Oh yeah. My God. yeah, Hogan's really. Yeah, done it by the same time, man. Create a new generation, bro. The nineties, bro. Did he really? No. Man, he did. Shut up. Accept <laughs> it, bro. Accept the greatness, bro. Ben, uh, it, bro. Uh, I hate Don't Hogan. be the hater, my guy. Don't be a hater. Oh, hate. Ooh. I hate him. He's a racist. Hogan, He's... Hogan, 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 Orange little goblin, that's what you Mr. Time Man, the Mr. Time Man. Hey, Hogan What are you gonna do when racism fires back on you? I'm talking about the character. What are you gonna do when the hoax is racist at you? Get cancelled. But yeah, you don't get out racism, are you, Hogan? Nah. The N-word hit you for a free cowboy. Ben's going off right now, Hogan. Oh my but yeah, Hulk Hogan, that was the first one. I think the second one was The Miz, which was really good. I like the one The Miz. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a more, he's a less good MJF. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The Miz talking about how he started out in the real world, working as a reality star, getting kicked out of locker rooms, how he wasn't wanted back there, and how he had to, have to push himself to get to the top to where he is, how he's winning. I bet you had to pay his wife to marry him. Oh my gosh, savage. Wow, Ben, where did that one come Ben's from? Ben's going off. Oh, Ben's got man. it today. The messes is, are Where are you, bro? Get this man. Get this man right now. But yeah. It's all right. I just, I just pretend I'm MJF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that, the, the Miz was pretty good when he goes up. Obviously, when he goes up on um, Daniel Bryan at that point, and that, that whole thing that went off. I can't that wait. Was a good moment. Um, <laughs> MJF comes, hi, Dad. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. So yeah, so and then okay, there was one and two, and then the third one was about Sasha Banks, which was really good when she started off. You know, what I'm saying a little town called Iowa. Little Ataku, has... huh? Little Ataku that she is. <laughs> yeah, she loves that. I, mean, I bet there was lots of people flapping at the Royal Rumble when she came out to say the moon. Oh, cool. everyone was like, oh my, everyone was excited, so happy to see Sasha. Sticky Banks. keyboards, baby, sticky. Oh, so, you know, you know, people are just going off on that, but they're like, ah, they're going crazy. But yeah, Sasha Banks actually got in the business. So Snoop Dogg was talking about, you know what I'm saying? Sasha Charlotte was talking about her. How she became the boss. Sasha Banks, you know what I'm saying? How developing the character. Because um, she was just like this uh, this basic baby face until she did like all these like ideas where she got injured and she came back. She found this character, which I found interesting. I love that. Sasha Banks was, quite, that was, that was a great one. Uh, the fourth one was about the Brothers of Destruction, Cade and Undertaker. That was a good one. Yes. Yeah, please. You know what I'm saying? When it was Mark in WCW, and he came over to the F, and then Kane joined up with Undertaker for Bearer. How he joined in there later on, which was like, I want that was like. Huh. Um, <laughs> what were you gonna say, Ben? Nothing. <laughs> the destruction was good. Undertaker! Undertaker! You have my brother, Kane! Yeah, so. Sure, if I was funny to take that whole ball bearer, it was cracking me up. But, um, yeah, the Brothers Destruction was awesome, man. You don't even know about the picture with Kane, bro. Legendary status right there. You know that. But, number five, was a, probably one of my favorite ones, Randy Orton, that whole story, Randy Orton. He's going to RKO Riddle at WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> the match. You know it's going to be, he's going to do it with Ford, and it's going to be a, uh, 
RKO midair. He's just got RKO in time. He's coming. He's going to dive. Then he's going to just fog splash him out of nowhere at the same time. Riddle's going to get pinned by by Ford because WWE is stupid. Oh, jeez. It's too soon. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's going to happen at some point. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's coming. Well, yeah. Man, do man, how you basically grew up, you know what I'm saying? Going to the military, all that stuff. How you ran away from the military, like saw some stuff, you know what I'm saying, that he wanted to see. And him just being a complete douchebag, you know what I'm saying? When he was a, when he was a kid, going that stuff so quickly. Matthew Orton stuff was funny as heck, bro. The camel, the camel says it all. I've seen a picture of Riddle on a camel. <laughs> what? What are you talking like, about? I don't know. Just watching Randy Orton just get Matt Riddle on a camel. <laughs> it looks ridiculously funny. Right. Oh my god, them two together is funny, but yeah, uh, Randy Orton's one. Well, you know, saying how he's how he's happy with his life now. You know, what I'm saying how he gets it, how he gets into character, which I find interesting as well. He put that's a blood rush to his head. And he goes, ah, this is the character which I like, which is all smart stuff. His dad was talking about it and all stuff. So yeah, Randy Orton's was good. Number five, number six was about Stephanie McMahon. Oh, please. That's what ben, me and Ben were talking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please. We were talking about this earlier. Oh, please. Uh, we've got to talk about her bastard brother. If he pops out that <laughs> that, that, that Seth, Seth Rollins match. The place is WrestleMania night one, WrestleMania night two, Stephanie comes out. Bank of Blair can't be here tonight. But we've got, we'll tell you what. Oh, Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon would do, right? Oh, this happen- if that happens, oh my God, Ben might be predicting something right there. Oh, jeez. I just please. don't happen. That's what makes me. Please, 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 yeah, separate man. It was Shane McMahon. He talked at one point, and I was like, "Oh my days, shit! They're foreshadowing right now." Shane's Book coming. Okay. <laughs> Shane is coming. He's coming right now. But yeah, the Rick, my favorite one, probably my favorite one, my second favorite, maybe Rick Flair. The Rick Flair one was incredible. Oh my days, the story was where Rick Flair was incredible. Uh, Rick Flair was. Yeah, uh, he's quite overrated. You could always man. tell what he was about to do in a match before he did it. I found him very boring to watch. Best promo of all time, fine, but like I just kind of found him a boring wrestler. Sorry, very overrated. Wow, wow, hot take from Ben, hot take. Him and Hogan needed to F off a long time ago. That's all I'm going to say. Take from Ben, Mr. Gilman. Okay. Please. Rick Flair, man. How he just like this, he transcended the business. Everyone's going, woo! The whole world, you know, that's that kind of guy. He just transcended. You know what I'm saying? That's how big Rick Flair was, man. Rappers, sports stars, everyone, bro. In the world, does Rick Flair, bro. Limousine riding, jet flying. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I had sex with all your moves. Like, shut up, bad boy. Not that kind of thing that I did. And I can't, and I'm a poor man because I've got 16 wives I've had to give oh, money man. to. Alimony, I, boy, I, I don't know what a savings account is because I'm Rick Flair, the stupidest <laughs> man in the world. Woo! <laughs> and I've got a daughter who now looks like she's transformed into a horse. Woo! Oh no, 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 no. No, no. Sorry. Ben's Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, bro. 
Ric Flair, man. Straight legend out here. So the last one was about Roman Reigns. That was the last one. Number eight. About Roman Reigns, yo. You know what I'm saying? The man booed out the building every WrestleMania until the recent one so far. We're going to see how this one goes, but the baby face, who should not have been baby face. You know what I'm saying? The fans didn't want that. Took my looking lads. <laughs> they called me that cool man. Um, but yeah, Roman Reigns, man, the heel turn, man. Acknowledge me. You know? One good thing with WWE is him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Paul Heyman joined him up. Paul Heyman, perfect storm. Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns. That's Tony Storm's ass. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, it used to be. You like, can't see that ball now. Hey, Tony Storm has lost a ton of weight. I don't, I don't, I don't, nah. She has the best time. That's gone. Her, her ass is no more, bro. Her ass is no more. But um, yeah, Tony Storm let me down, bro. She let me down. She lost all that weight, bro. She let me down, bro. But um, yeah. You're an ass, man. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I'm gonna say on that. But yeah. He's gonna bring yeah. a spoon, kids. He's gonna bring a spoon. <laughs> Okay. Get the spoon ready, yo. Get the spoon. And that's your finishing move. You just poke a spoon in someone's ass. <laughs> Tara's watching Roshi probably coming to this podcast. Tara's like, what is going on right now? That's your finishing move. It's a man. You just put a spoon in a woman's ass. <laughs> Sorry, Tara's looking at me like, right now, what's going on? Like, well, yeah, man, that's my second Sky point, Blue, get Sky Blue, Brit Breaker from the Rose, and Toro, 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 in a match, and then you're just going to tap them with a spoon in the ass. Okay, brilliant. It's me, this old age. wondering why she turned up this week, isn't she? Happy birthday. But yeah, see, that's my one. So, Evil, second pick. Done. There you go. Peacock Network. There we go, done. How is your birthday? Happy birthday to you. Titty Bang is some stew. Before that, before that, before that. I prepared a cake. Has it got nipples on it? Is it a titty cake? Happy titty Christmas. Yeah, it has two features on it and shit. Two little berries. So it's therefore a titty cake. It took you a week to realize it was there that same. Yep. So what kind of cake are you talking about? I don't know. I want to see a picture of this cake. This is great audio content, by the oh, way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. And okay. Oh my god, I got squash. Oh no. Squash titty. <laughs> I have to get back to the surgery to get that income back in. What do you say? <sighs> okay. Yeah, boob. Literally tip jokes for days. Oh, Drink your milk, it will make you grow faster. What do you say? Drink your milk. Don't break. Okay, so you said drink the breast milk. No, are that's... you going to sing it? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Hold on. Hey Rock, can you fill up a gut? Oh wait, that was ninety-nine. Okay, so yeah, that's. Sorry, give me one moment. Why did the rock just pay people with burst of milk from his tits back in '99? It would have been unbeatable. Okay, so you want to sing? You can can sing right now. Okay, one, two, three. 
why didn't he just attack Austin before WrestleMania 15 and just instead of a milk truck, titty milk? Yo, yo, you guys are gonna sing a what? Happy birthday. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked by wrestling. Yeah, we are, we are. Happy okay. birthday to you. Oh, titty man in Happy birthday, happy 21st birthday. Happy birthday to you. Wait, I'm not training. Well, we just sang for no reason. Yeah, what happened there? I'm 30, not 20. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's your fault now because we were being gentlemen. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Okay, okay. What's that? Your brother. Yay, okay. He's the What is happening? I know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Many times I know when Tarot Curry turns up. What are you doing? I'm saving the videos. Yep. And then I'm going to have to make a birthday wish, right? Is it for Titty Man just to put his massive tits on your head? Yeah, yeah. I wish that would happen. Tom's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Squashed to death by his massive. Oh, sorry, it's killing me. It's like uh, a door, uh, it won't uh, shut. <laughs> Mortal Bolton is like... <sighs> you don't have to vote a button, they're just move independently into a place. <laughs> it's like a place to go like, like a chipmunk. So okay. Oh, I should make a wish. I'm still laughing at right. the rock. The right, I, sh I should make a wish, right? Titty milk, sorry. Titty milk? What titty milk? Okay. <laughs> get this right now. He gets it. Beer truck. That's what I was going to say. I mean, that chest truck. He just gets one of those things that women have that pumps breast milk out and he sprays it. Oh my God. Ben, what have you done to me? I think I know which this podcast would have gone down ben if Tara wasn't here. Just making really rude jokes about people's lacerating nipples. <sighs> what did you wish for? Uh, am I supposed to say it out? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so is it time for my pick? Yeah, you're having a better week than I am. Ooh. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I did okay, I didn't know the clock changed actually, not four AM on my time. Yeah, anyway, so um I'm gonna talk about a fun okay, a show called It's Okay Not to Be Okay. Have you guys heard of it before? On my list to watch, go ahead. Yeah, go okay, yeah. So basically it's a Korean show and it highlights mental health, which no Asian really wants to, which is yeah. So, um, so this show actually revolves around two brothers who are actually in poor living conditions and their mom has passed away, got murdered. One has autism and the other one worked hard to support his brother with autism. So, um, sorry, it's so hot. And Tara has interrupted this pic to oh, it's just, it's hot. And I got I got told off for my utility bill for the aircon usage, but I, I can't live without the aircon, you know. So I need to immigrate to a cold country. 
Okay, so um, the two, the Moon Brothers. Yeah. So yes. Lots of moons this week. We're gonna have to call this. We're over the moon or something. Over the moon. Okay. Right. So they actually frequently move from town to town. Uh, ever since the younger one with autism witnessed the mom's murder. So the older one works as a caretaker in a psychiatric ward in every place he settles. So while working, so he moved back to his hometown actually, somehow. And before um, he actually met a girl called Ko Moon Young. She is actually a famous children's book author. And uh, okay, so she actually has an anti-social personality disorder, which I'm not too clear on this. I'm clear with other stuff like BPD or anxiety or social path or schizophrenia, but I'm not really too clear on this, maybe. Yeah. So basically, she likes to be alone. That's what I see. Because she had a traumatic past and her mother is a bitch and abusive piece of shit, to be frank. And you know what I like about... Uh, the only thing I like about this show is that it highlights abusive parents that not other Asian shows talk about. And it's okay to, you know, cut relations with abusive parents like what she did. So uh, while working in, you know, okay, so they had to move back to their hometown, uh, Songjin City, and somehow, you know, the older brother and the girl, they sort of develop a romantic relationship throughout the show, but that's not really the main theme. So the main theme actually, what this show talks about, it's all the problems in the bloody Asian society, like how uh, mental health issues and so on is not addressed. So we're gonna explore the past of Komun uh, Yong. Basically, she came from a very wealthy, very rich family, and they lived in a fairy tale mansion in the woods. Uh-huh. And yeah, her dad is normal. The mom is a psycho. Why is so, she a psycho? What does she do? What psycho she things? Does she cut school heads off? No, no, no. She's very manipulative and controlling over her daughter and says that you must do this, do that. And she, um, she's very basically, yeah, she, I'm not sure if she murdered someone or what, but she also threatened the husband a lot of times. And so I don't know what happened one day that there was an argument and the husband thought he killed her or something and the husband went insane and ended up in a mental ward and refused to see his daughter because the doctor, he thinks the daughter takes after the mom. Yeah, so it's pretty uh, tragic though. Yeah. So um, the time her past is, the mom is psycho and we don't know where the mom went actually but it's rumoured that uh, she changed her face while drastic plastic surgery so that um, no one can find her. And so actually the show goes as that, you know, uh, it actually talks about like her recovery after meeting the Moon Brothers. Apparently they end up calling themselves like a family, even though they're not blood related. Cause you know, sometimes um, to be frank, right? I think family sometimes doesn't need to be blood related you know, as long as you respect each other. Cause sometimes even blood relatives are dicks. Especially in Asian culture, to be honest. Yeah, I can say that. So um, so they actually settle together and call themselves a family. And uh, so they're actually working in the mental ward as staff together. And that's where they encounter other patients as well and make friends with them. Like there's a dude who's actually the son of an assemblyman for the town council. 
And he likes to run naked. Run, run, run naked. And he doesn't like to run naked. I've done that before after a night well, out. Remember the Japanese guy called... Yeah, I remember the Japanese guy called Shoji. Yeah, he likes to run naked. Something like that. And there's a scene where he actually runs naked. Oh, is this your dreams or is this actually happening? No, this is actually happening. Well, there's this dude in the mental ward. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's actually from a rich political family, but the, he, was kind of, he grew up kind of neglected or something, so he does that for attention. So there's actually one scene where he runs new and he stands in front of uh, Ko Moon Young's car and he just opens his coat to flash his willy. And then she goes up to him. Why don't we all do that? A naked marathon. The squire's yeah. naked marathon and just run together down the road. So she's in the car and she's home. You can and see all our boots. He just, he just flashes. So she goes up to him and then and then be like, is this what they call a teeny weeny winner? Because it's so small. And the camera zooms and it's censored with a cartoon elephant. And then he's like, uh, it's cold because it's small. What well, he meant to say that, you know, it's cold. That's why it's shriveled. It's a shame that he didn't direct traffic with his dick and just go, right, left, right, you go to the right, swing it to yeah, the right. Hands on his hips and just using it to direct traffic. Yeah. That's it's a mental car. <laughs> so, and in the end, actually, uh, it was discovered that the head nurse in the ward it's actually the mom, the long lost mom, and no one suspected it. She actually made a disguise to, you know, because you know why her husband was in the hospital and he was dying and she wanted to see his last moments and make him suffer. So apparently the mom was the head nurse in the ward under a different name after plastic surgery and, and everything. Yeah, so she's the evil. And her name was Michael Jackson. Sorry, I'll stop that. Yeah, so yeah. so it, it, all, it all boils down to that. Where, uh, how do I say this? Like, yeah, there's a fight in the end. And, you know, she ends up in jail. Apparently, she doesn't die. And, uh, yeah. Munyong's happily with, happily, happy after with, with her new family. That's not blood related, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, family. And she's slowly recovering from her, her antisocial personality disorder and learning how to uh, reintegrate into society as a normal Korean. Okay, so the end. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we did coming back to the moon this week. The moon. Maybe we should just change the sky syndrome podcast to butt cracks, the moon. The butt crack of the moon this week. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so, this show highlights, as I mentioned, right, the taboo in Asian society, like um, mental health, for example. A lot of Asians are just fuckers and don't care about mental health, to be frank. But yeah, and um, how do I say this? Yeah, the family relations. You know, I, I don't know why some Asian cultures have this confusion culture. It originated from China. Your favorite country right away, but um, <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, some Koreans practice this as well because they're neighbors. So actually, con- to be frank, I believe Confucianism is shit. I'm gonna get stabbed, but uh, they they value this thing called style piety, and you have to let be really nice to your parents, even if they treat you like shit. Yeah, yeah. Where I come from, you just slap a parent. 
Hey, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Just because you produce the kid doesn't mean you can treat it like shit, right? Everything will slap you back now. Kids will slap you back. Yeah, that's why. And it's the same, right? It, just because you own a pet, a cat, or a dog doesn't give you the right to ill treat it. But what if it gets mad and bites you one day? You deserve it. Yeah. I watched the show the other day, uh, the A Word, which is on BBC One. I haven't. I'm not watching it. I was watching it. Maybe for a pick. There's a bit where the autistic kid just slaps the dad, and for some reason it made me laugh. Tony got to Jane, he just slaps him for no reason. And then I watched it on YouTube, and it's like, uh, like the slap happens, and you, hear, and you hear a bunch of American kids go, oh, and then you hear like, oh my oh, God, slap by your own son, boy. Not <laughs> much, boy. But it is an important conversation to have. I mean, we're talking about moons a lot. So we need now to talk about Sailor Moon. Should we just talk about Sailor Moon and just moons? The moon of the butt. (laughs) Go back and watch this. Watch some Sailor Moon, bro. Come back. Oh, dear. Thank you, Tyler. Mm, yeah, and the other part I like is the highlighted abusive parents. Usually in Asian society, you'd be expected to, you know, still owe the parents and everything, if, even if they were abusive and everything. But in this show, you can part ways because you know what? It's your own life, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got to do it, you got to do it. Sure. You got to age, boy, do what you want, right? So it'll be a parent, but after a certain age, where you gotta start now, you know, you want. Yeah, yeah. I have an email from AJ from Texas. Uh, so Tara, thank you. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, I. Okay, has anyone seen Ratchet? Question. Okay. What is the most annoying thing about a TV show that you have seen? Oh, no. This could be anything that annoyed you. Mm. I'm just going to say, when I was younger and I had to babysit my nieces, the Teletubbies, oh. bit, where they go, they watch something a kid does, and then that retards, they want to watch it again, 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 again. Why show the same video clip a second time? What new stuff's going to happen? It's just one of those things like again, again, again. It's like shut the fuck up. Nobody needs to see another five minute clip of a kid with a, some dumb, most probably dead kid because their parents are like homeless vermits walking a dog down down the track again. I don't need to see that again. <laughs> again, again, again. You've just seen it. You've got like a goldfish memory. And we know what you do with the Hoover. New, new. <laughs> oh my God. And by the way, I want to. I want to. I want to also jump on talent shows as well. That spend like drag race does this as well, and a lot of talent shows. Get to the point. Stop talking. Just show them dancing, singing, whatever. Don't don't have the presenter talk forever. Just watch the World Cup draw today. 40, 50 minutes of them talking absolute bollocks. Every person coming down to take a ball out of a country for the World Cup. Just get on with it. Just get two men, take a ball out. Oh, it's England. It's Brazil. Oh, it's Thailand. Right, bang. Right, that's that group. Yeah, I think way too long. Just get on with it. 
some people just want to get on with it. Like, and same with drag race. They're like, uh, they talk, they spend half an hour talking in wearing their pet and makeup on. Don't care. Just get straight to the uh, the outfit and the runway. Get on with it. <laughs> get on with it. I know your story. I know your story already. Your parents never accepted you. Your parents didn't accept you. One of them's dead. Something like that. La 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 la. It's the same story. Just get on with it. Yeah, just enjoy drag race. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Lovely. So that annoys me. The 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 um formula. Yeah, formula formula formula. Yeah, well you can see it coming a mile away. What about you, Tara? Well, for me, it's every time Elena appears in the Vampire Diaries. She's just the most annoying character. Vampire Diaries! I have no reference for this. So I'm she actually kidding. brought up Elena from Vampire Never liked her. And I liked it when Rebecca bullied her. Good. Yeah, Elena, Elena was boring at first. Yeah, she, she wasn't boring, to be honest. Yeah, I just, I just didn't like her, you know? Yeah. Every time she appears, so annoying. Oh my gosh. What are you trying? About a TV show. Oh, man. Um... Oh, Alan Shearer being on every football TV show. I've already told Troy this off, off camera. I'm getting sick of seeing Ian Alan Shearer on every bloody TV programme. People complain about Ian Wright, but at least Ian Wright's not on every episode of BBC Sport. Right? Yeah, he's not, on every, he's not on every episode, no. Gary Lineker isn't on every episode. Alan Shearer seems to... Every time I put a football programme on, Alan Shearer is there. He doesn't take a day off. And I said to you, off camera, I really hope he has a wife. Go home to your wife, Alan. Go and shag her for a bit. For God's sake, come off my TV for a bit. You're like an angry penis. Just sitting there, all grumpy-like. Sorry. I've said it. Right. <laughs> oh my god. What do you think? <laughs> I think I made Troy corpse. Oh my god. Oh man. Oh jeez. You know what? You know, for, for me. Well, even for me, it's a tough one. I'd say flipping. <sighs> I was gonna say, but I was like, nah, nah, I ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Nah. <laughs> I was gonna say so. I was gonna go. I was gonna go. I was gonna go. But I was saying, I was basically the same thing, man. These um flipping these sports shows, man. Anything these on on Bailings or stuff like that. What Ben said with the flipping World Cup and stuff like that, man. It takes forever, man. Great. Just get, just get on with the flipping of um, choosing the matches, the choosing the people we're going to play. Yeah, well, wait a second. A bunch of old men talking before it even kicks off. That is very true. Oh, damn. No, that is legitly what football's about now. A bunch of old penis looking men sitting around, spending an hour before kickoff. Just get, just, just go, uh, it's Man United versus Chelsea. Go to the pitch. I don't need, do the half time thing. Where they do tactics and whatever, don't do it before the kickoff. Just get to the football. You know, kickoff. Do it fifty minutes before. Get to the match, and I don't want to see. Uh, just and note to Jamie Gall- Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville: just have sex. Just get it out. Done. 
you massive twats. Okay. Don't try to shove in your, your penises. What? Oh, I think Tyra's completely misunderstanding what I've said. You can talk about what the heck you're still about. What? Mm, I have a question. Yes. How many guys use soap in your day? Did you say Tara? Do you guys use soap when you bathe? I mean, soaps? I literally can't hear you, Tara. I can't hear what you just said. Sorry, do you guys use soap when you bathe? Are you, are you soap? Yeah. Yeah. You do. Soap, yeah. You soap, yeah. Yeah, Ben? No comment. Why? I use, I use like, um, I use all sorts of stuff. I use so I don't use old soap though. I use like um liquid soap. Mm -mm. Any soap yeah. is fine. It can be liquid or solid. Yeah, I just walk oh, around sixty well. days with no washing, my armpits just stink out and kill animals with us. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, what do you think I wash oh, with? Oh, you salt dead animals. Sometimes <laughs> liquids, but mostly salt. I, I wash with leaves. What about you? I wipe my ass with wood. Soap goes love soap, yo. I use soap. soap. Yeah, so because I believe my brother used to wash it up soap, and my mom would shout at him like. Go that soap, sorry. Go yeah, so when you get a guy to use soap. I'm sorry, if your boyfriend, your your boyfriend does not soap, you need to just go and wash him like a dog in a bath. Well, I, I had a dog and I used to bathe it. Oh, and you need to treat it. him like a dog. You put him, he's your pet. You put him in the bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. a good idea. Get all with the hose, right? I had, I had a beagle. Do you guys know? If we talk about your boyfriend, if this is about your boyfriend and he doesn't wash them, you just need to stick Oh, him. my pet dog, my pet dog. I had a beagle, you know? He's your and pet dog. Make him your pet dog. Make him your pet Put him. Every week we would bathe her True, and then like, Then spray him down like like it is a sexual assault like mace and just spray him until he smells. <laughs> Tara, you just need to no man should be stinky. What I feel like guys have to write. Yeah, wait, 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 why why why'd you ask us that, Tara? I just realized why'd you ask us that? It's the boyfriend and I'm calling him out. Wow. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't bring this to the podcast if you know I'm going to bring it because I'm going to comment. Okay. Man, if you yeah, smell, like don't wash your armpits, bruv. We don't want to be smelling you from across yeah, the yeah. We're we're not, not, we're we're me, boy. It's, it's straight clean out here. That's what I'm going to say. When you that. lift your armpits in victory, bruv, make sure you spray. Oh, I don't think I'm always doing this. I don't, I don't guys don't like to be. We're going to have to call him Smelly Man if it keeps happening. No, no, no. I thought guys in general don't like to bathe. By day, he's Titty Man. By night, he's Smelly Man. No, I thought... Yeah. And here comes the summertime. Oh, no. Titty Man can get on entire buses by himself. What, did, he, did he say he doesn't bathe? Did he say that? Oh, yeah. Troy, leave me with saying This is great. This isn't even that takes. What's happened to this podcast? Right, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I hope he doesn't see it. 
Helen, I mean, Helen, this is a great thing. When Helen's not here, this turns into a House of Animation podcast. <laughs> it basically, House of Animation, this is it. Wow. This is it. This is it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Make sure you show people everywhere as well. Well, this, this, this is why we never go anywhere, man. Women are like, oh, it's not so nice. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I do. But it's not true. So I do, man. You got so nice. Just shower up. It's fine. Jumping, yeah, just jump in the shower. That's all you got to do is jump in the shower and you're good, good to go, man. Yeah, good, good. Nothing to do, you, you have a shower, boy. Just go, there'll be a soap, a soap in the bath, man, the shower, bro. Water coming down. It's a wrap, man. Go, that's it. And dry up. Just waterboard him, whichever one works. Anyway, thank you for your question, AJ. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Question, question. right. Um, so, do you guys want to pimp your stuff for a birthday girl? My best friend. Check out my channel below. Many Asian man city, yo. And you can find out how to wash an Asian titty man coming next video, I think. How to wash an Asian titty man. How to wash an Asian titty man. But has got birthday cake, so she's happy. Uh, what? What's the channel's name? And my one, Legend of All 101. Pop culture, reviews, reactions, all that good stuff. On my channel, let's go! Yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get the, the nice, the nice smelly man over here. Look at this! Oh, look at all this! Curry is just really regretting her life choices today. Hey, um, all that soap everywhere! I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna actually just do a video now, just with Tara, just like me just having the soap, just doing this. No, no, no! I bet you just have lube in a minute and just have like, like, <laughs> like just squeeze it out of a box. It's just that. It's just what are you talking about? <laughs> Tara doesn't understand wrestling. Tara, you did this. It funnier. Tara no. doesn't understand wrestling. We're talking about lubing people like that. <laughs> We're talking about. Tara, bro. No, Tara, when it comes to wrestling jokes, you just oh. you let you and, you and Helen suffer oh. so bad because me and Troy just go off on it. Sorry. <laughs> um, Tara, what's your channel's name? You didn't tell us your channel's it's name. Not Link is below. <laughs> Plus, artwork by my wife is um, in the description. Our Twitter is at Square Eyes S E S Y M Sin. Uh, email us at Sin at gmail.com. That's S Y N for Sin. Facebook group is also around. Mine is not important. And please go check out uh, www. Um, com because that's uh, for mental health talk as Tara said earlier it's very important and um, from Alex friend of the podcast Alex she go give her she had your time she's a very good person to go talk to about things what is on House of Animation this week or next week whenever we're landing it oh yes go on Ben I've got the film we remember it soon. You will find out, people. You will find out. Yes, we won't know. That's fine. It's going to have loads of sex. It's basically the like House of Animation is the fanfic porno where we take a film that we watch from anime animation and basically do all the stick fanfic. What could be what is thing? Now we don't. Yeah, it's 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 we just decide. We decide what will happen with the characters after the movie's done. Basically, yeah. Because we're set bucks. 
this is basically what it is about Helen. Unfortunately, sometimes it goes all over the place. Full debauchery, bro. It's chaos over here. Chaos reigns over here. That's what we do. But, you know, that's it. Have you guys got anything else you want to say before we shut this podcast down for the week? Oh, uh, like, share, subscribe, press that notification bell, share it to everyone. Even everyone you don't know, it doesn't matter. Share it to them as well. Give us some, show us some love, guys, man. Show us some love, man. Come on. That's all I need to say, bro. Yep. Hara's doing something. I think she's contemplating what we said about the soap. I think she's still thinking about it. So, oh, I have Bob and Body Works membership. What do you want to do? man, then. Okay. Okay, so. Okay. Yep. The man is now the smelly man. Now, I'm not going to put that in the title, and there's no going to be no mention of it. But mm. correct to us is what I'm calling it To the Moon. This is to the Moon. Anyway. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And there was not one April Fool's joke in this whole episode. I'm ashamed. Yeah, yeah. the sort thing was a joke. It wasn't real. It was. It's too late. Real. <laughs> Sorry. It's in there. It's in there. Soapy Check out this chicken. Are you talking about his penis?